Hey there. Welcome to another episode of Artists Exposed with me, Tim Moss. This week is part two of the night that filmmaking was wrapped for the movie Junk. Uh, It's a full-length feature musical that I star in with Robbie Wayne, and uh, Michael Penny was the director and writer and composer. Um, But we're going to start it off before we get to the interviews or before we get to the discussion um we're going to start it off with one of the songs that my co-star robbie wayne sings called oh she loved me enjoy the love of a mother and child when it's first activated is meant to endure through one's life like something Automated Something about it That nature affirms Something about Unconditional terms Yet if you bring it up There's a part of me squirms So I've noticed Some mothers and sons have a love that's all but consummated. Downright Oedipal, I know. In my case, that mother and son thing is well complicated. A source of regrets, of resentment and shame and blame for the failure in life I became. Conflicted emotions I can't even name That's nonsense You're hardly a complete failure Just maybe not a complete success Anyway, I'm sure she loves you Mothers do that sort of thing Without fail Oh, she loves me She just doesn't love anything that I am Says she loves me Though there's nothing about me That she gives a damn Can a person be loved When you're asked to conceal Everything that you are What you think or you feel Oh, it's something like love But it hardly seems real Not from here Yet she loves me Though she never inquires Of a thing that I do Says she loves me Yet the subject is changed If I've met someone new And it's hard to call love unconditional When it's all love for the sinner And none for the sin And just where one might end And the other begin unclear and yet why is it me who is asked to forgive be the one who it all rises above be the one who's admonished to live and let live and provide unconditional love so she loves me still there's one thing I'm curious of if she loves me one wonders what is there to love when there's nothing left of me to love. 
Hello, hello, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Artists Exposed with me, Tim Moss. Yay! This is part two of the most extraordinary episodes of Artists Exposed, which is uh, the night that we wrapped shooting of the movie Junk, which I start in with my co-star, Robbie Wayne. It was written and directed by... Michael Penny, and it was just the most incredible artistic and creative experience of my life. And um, the movie premiered last weekend on March 31st of 2019. It had its world premiere in Philadelphia uh, and was extremely exciting. So um, this is part two of the night that we wrapped, and we were all looking back and reminiscing. It was just an extraordinary evening of all of us just sitting down, getting together, and just sharing our thoughts and feelings and emotions. It was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And um, so please, let's get right to it. This is part two, the conclusion of the night that Junk the Movie wrapped. Enjoy. Yeah, Mike wants to say something. I don't think Carl wants to hear it, but uh, anyway, after I met him through Grinder, uh, <laughs> <laughs> turned out I wasn't his type. His <laughs> brown submarine. What's but anyway, so Carl proceeded to educate me and lead me by the hand of uh, how I would go about this process, and so I of really owe a debt to you and making it happen and uh, uh, and uh, creating the. Uh, together this what happened mm-hmm. to wait on that note can we talk about the fuck you the other night while we're here on the podcast come on that was classic every uh-huh. independent film has to have the fuck you moment where mommy and daddy I mean, fight yeah exactly. yes. yes that's just how it rolls can i tell you my experience with please. this please so of course you know there there's times especially at the end of a film when when, when things are going on yeah. you know <laughs> Mommy and Daddy start fighting, and I have just made two of the most wonderful chili dogs with onion. And I sat at the table, and it started. And I just picked up my plate, play, play, and I went. I found myself in a room sitting in a pool of porno, eating my hot dog. <laughs> They were weenies. They were weenies. Uh, and the only problem was that I could still hear them through the fake wall that we had put up. <laughs> so, I, but at that moment, I realized I'm in the right place. <laughs> this is where I should be right now. Wait, wait, wait. Robbie, I gotta say, I gotta say like you, you said. Classic. I politely I picked up my weenies I and I went into the porno room. But. I could hear them through the cardboard wall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carl, apparently we need to do this more often. It uses them a great deal. It was awesome. Well, I, I just want to say that, so I met Michael a year ago, and literally, we only have eight people on this crew, but a lot of that was due to me obsessively overthinking with how many people we needed and how if we could pull it off and talk. I mean, lots of, com- maybe too many conversations with Jeff, but Jeff was kind enough to having them with me and, to, and figuring out, okay, we went to the location, stay in the location, thinking about can we move everything around, do everything within a month and all this other stuff. And Michael and I spent a year on this, so then when we finally got to set, everything was overly and overly and overly planned and then 
this just happens. And yet, to make an independent film, you have to really love it. It's like yes, it, you yes. have to really love movies. You have to really want to be around these people and like want to make this and create this. And it takes a lot of work <coughs> just to make an independent film, a low budget um, independent film in America in a time mm-hmm. when movies are Absolutely. underappreciated and. Um, and to tell original story, everyone almost has to kind of sacrifice and believe in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, sometimes, yes, you, you're, um, you're, what, what's, what's inside of you gets tested after certain moments of like endless work on something you believe in. And then, and then you know, sometimes you need a press release. So I would say, uh, I mean, I, I would say that we could have yelled every day, probably. We didn't. So <laughs> well, one time's fine. I am very. Uh, I think, Colin, oh, we've had two arguments. You know, uh-huh. I'd like to see. Uh, hmm. Uh, other people's relationships with uh, yeah. exactly, they yes, work with. exactly. Not just and, in, and, and, and particularly the under the fire of creating and trying yeah. to create. Absolutely. So, uh, whatever y'all want to draw from Carl and my little, <laughs> well, you're uh, you're overblowing the damn thing. <laughs> so get over it. So now I don't I don't know if I ever if I touched on um, Mary Oaks here. How did you find? How did you come across Mary Oaks? Oh yeah. Well, this, I, you, you mentioned that earlier. I, I knew someone who, you know, my bar was a great resource for uh-huh. knowing people. And so when I was looking around for an all, we looked at a lot of places. There's one we really loved, but it was being torn down. I mean, I the story behind that is there's a place that's one. There's there's a certain style of architecture. There's only two houses or three houses left in a, in the world with this certain type of architecture. Michael found this one, one of the surviving ones. And there's a Durham Preservation Society who I became very close with and some someone higher up in it who was a big donor, was like obsessed with this house, was trying to work with me, and I was talking on the phone with them. And they were like, and I eventually got to a venture capital firm in Florida who was like so confused what I was calling them about. They, they were so removed from the construction company that they like own like under this umbrella thing. And she was just so not interested. She's like, we're tearing it down, we're tearing it down. It was kind oh of sad God. because I was trying to say to her like, do you At least know it would be reserved on film, you know? Yeah. Oh, and then and I, I made a point. You said, someone said that someone should take apart the house and make it at least like the, the open, the, the office for the, the okay. development. And then I looked in the newspaper a week later. I told her that idea, and the woman said, did it. now I'm seeing the paper. They're going to take uh-huh. out the house no parts of it for yeah. the... Yeah. That was your idea. You're kidding. Yeah. yeah. I, I told her that, uh-huh. and then, uh, yeah, you should get some uh, compensation. But how did you, how did you find Mary Oaks? Through a friend of mine what that I, I knew, um, uh, uh, Spencer and uh, Ron. Ron. Spencer uh-huh. and Ron, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so they had this place that uh, they had inherited. They inher- inherited this whole and thing. And it's just wow. sort of sitting here. Uh, Left it all to them. And nothing happening. And uh, uh-huh. we went out to look at it. And the person said, I don't know. It's a little bit much. And then it, like, it occurred to me that this would be perfect. Yeah. We, could, yeah. we could accommodate everyone who was working in the, yeah, right. in the house. Which we did. We each had yeah. rooms uh, throughout the place. I, mean, I, I loved it because I didn't have to... Coordinate with Michael, running a bunch of hotel rooms. Like right, exactly. If we'd had to do but that's that, what I mean. Everything. Yeah. That's what I mean. Everything came together. Came, it did. Effort, not effortlessly, but but <laughs> but for a reason. Oh, you know, all of effort. this happened. Yeah. Oh, there was definite effort. Tim, you, you haven't told how you um, first had the part of Miss Lily at the at exactly. The oh, Tell us about um, that. In New York, uh, a friend of mine, his name is David Stallings, David he contacted Stallings. me. Saying that um, he was, I think he, he was heading this the film festival or the, the theater play, festival, play theater festival, festival yeah. and had said that there's a, a man from North Carolina that uh, has submitted a play and he needed an actor. We thought you would be perfect for the role of Miss Lily, and my first thought was, oh, Miss Lily, it's probably a drag queen, 
that <laughs> that it comes in in the middle of the play, you know, that I'll have to put on a wig, I'll have to go out and say something funny and then, leave, you know, say two lines and leave because that's all gay people are, is, you know, comic right. relief in the all middle right. of a play. And so I, but I like David, so I said, for you, I'll do it. Just send me the script and that's fine. And then I started reading Miss Lily, Miss Lily, Miss Lily, Miss Lily, Miss Lily. Miss Lily. What? I was it's like, my God, a what a role. And then I started reading because Michael's got monologues and, <laughs> and it was just the role of a lifetime and when, when we did the stage reading in New York um, it, it was overwhelming to me because the role was so big and I had I, I, I told everybody for, for like the year till a year or two after that I have that was one of the most challenging roles for me just the the content the the feeling the Meaning the yeah. songs, the all of that, yeah, right. and um, you were pleased with my performance uh, in New York, and it. then, and then um, when you saw Rob's performance out in Palm Springs, who practically stole the show there, and mm -hmm. that's not easy in a role that's really, uh -huh. I mean. <laughs> Fifteen and lines I say of one, sentence and one sentence, and then yeah, right. <laughs> but he still sold the darn show. Uh -huh. so, uh, I just knew that, that the you two would of put us, these yeah. two together, and it would just magic. be magic. I was and sitting with happens. Michael during this time over years of meeting of the both development of you, of and it. I knew both of you so well because mm. he talked and ranted uh -huh. and about both of you so Okay, so I just I kind of wanted to close with with what everybody can, will take away from this from their experience. So starting with Skylar. Give your name and again what you did in the film and um, yeah. Sky, yeah, give, give your name your name, your, your, your name and what you did and yeah any social media or anything you want to say. I mean, I'm Skylar Tapley. I was a production assistant and I mean it was my first time being a PA on a film. I've just had the great pleasure of working with all these really talented people and getting to learn so much from, I mean, Michael and Jeff and Russell and, <laughs> I mean, Carl, of course, since I'm trying to be a producer, it's really <laughs> useful to just yeah. Him yeah. learn from him and just be able to see a film actually being made, especially an independent film about right. such an important story that isn't told often enough and has this impact that can influence people. And yes, mm -hmm. people will see this and be like, whoa, I didn't know, like, I've never seen a film like this before, and it might change someone's perception. And that, mm -hmm. Something that's like meaningful to me, and so it's been really valuable to see how that kind of film can be made in such a small, close-knit setting of all these great people coming mm -hmm. together. So it was just really special and like really made me look forward to hopefully creating my own films and working with Good. some really great people. Good. That's very awesome. inspiring. Yeah. I love that. Stephanie, Stephanie <laughs> doing our everything girl that... Just again, you were in the middle of everything. How would we have done this? Helping out on set, helping I in the kitchen. I just always want to be with the love of my life. And, um, <laughs> and you met new loves. And of your I life. Had <laughs> love of my life. And I came here like knowing that all of you were going to somehow impact my life one way or another. And I'm walking away actually in the morning feeling like really sad and like we're coming, you know, we've, we've closed something. But I feel like I have really. Like fallen in love with all of you, mm -hmm. like all of you on so many levels. <laughs> and, and we um, love you too, darling. We love yes. you, darling. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much, because you you it's contributed really, really so great. much. It's been really great. <coughs> so much. Waking up to the laughter and the love <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the connections. Uh -huh. oh, I'm gonna miss that. Spending yeah. an entire yeah. month of laughing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've honestly never experienced the likes of it. Uh huh. And I've I've never experienced the, the uh, full range of emotions 
right. just even yeah. in a day yeah. of all of the different shoots and uh -huh. and seeing all of the talent that you guys put forth you know besides your you know very in-depth wordy dialogue <laughs> to, uh, attached to this choreography that you throw in Robbie on the spot um, and, and every just everyone just brought their compassion and their heart onto the scene and sharing their lovely families yes. with us um, that we thought they didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the unicorns, yeah. We're like, no, he doesn't have them. given to me, Chris, who is partially what has inspired part of your life that brought all of this um, interpretation. Fruition. 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 Thank you, guys. There you go. Posthumous insertion. <laughs> Back to the DP. I'm just, um, I'm really, I, my, my, my life is enriched and, and I feel blessed, and I know that I'm walking away with new friends. Like, uh, for always, we'll always, yeah. always, always, always. Absolutely. For life. Yeah. I love you guys. Love, love you, you too. <laughs> so, Chris McGinnis, um, you were the, 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 the role of Chris was based on you, on your. What 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 does that mean to you? Well, I mean, it means a lot. I mean, I remember the moment and we were talking about it earlier. Um, I never got to. We were standing over the mattress, that four-poster bed, <laughs> and Michael was like diddling in his head like he often does, and he says, "You know, I'm going to write a musical about <laughs> this." He's like, "I already got the whole thing figured <laughs> out." He did. I swear to God, he did. He did. I didn't and I said, me for weeks and months. Yeah, he said it. I swear. But he said it, and, and then I was like, you know, I knew he was going to. He's so creative. He had been producing so many, so many amazing musicals, and and I knew it was just. Um, a matter of time until he produced it. Mm -hmm. And it may end up being the one that uh, makes him famous and gets the credit he deserves. I'm already famous. Now you're even more famous. You're infamous. Now you're going to be famous. You've proven to be an incredible director. You have vision. Yes. You do exactly what you wanted. Well, so and you, you know how to get it. Stuff, you know? Yes. You know how to get it. Well, it isn't hard when you got, you got two actors who uh, really take direction to heart and understand it intuitively while you're asking for yeah but michael don't sell yourself short I yeah mean, honestly absolutely. like you know the, the, the vision and and the direction that you brought to this picture helped all of us get to where we are right yeah, now it started absolutely. with your vision I that, yeah, yeah absolutely. i mean it's, it's serious it's 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 you know yeah throughout cinema you have all these different like bits and pieces but ultimately when you have a human story uh, that you're passionate about, when that comes on everyone's plate, it's like it's easy. It's 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 just easy to like say, "Fuck, we got to make this great," you know. Yeah, so very lucky to so have. So thank you. Some great talent. And thank you, Jeff. And yeah, that was Jeff Wager, the cinematographer. And what what title do you director, director of photography? Director of photography. Director of photography. Director of photography. Gaff so electric. What? what <laughs> Grip, what, key grip. Uh. <laughs> so, what what are you going to take away from this experience? What am I going to take away from this experience? Uh, well, I mean, I think um, you know, it's it's it really comes down to storytelling and how you mm -hmm. relate with people and relate with their situations. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, you want to make the director's vision come true mm -hmm. uh, within realistic bounds. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, I think. Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, like, 
you learn a lot about screen direction and, and mm-hmm. where the hell the yeah. camera has to be for this. Yeah, the other thing about it. Yeah, but it's it's this this uh, orchestration of all these pieces. Whether it you know it's the story, it's the talent, yeah. it's the performance, yeah. it's the camera, it's, it's all the lighting, the it's the yeah. 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 It, without without the the complete orchestration, it's it falls flat. And, you know, I think we were fortunate enough in this circumstance to have the right people at the right I time, at the right place, yeah. to say, like, Everyone's we're going to make this together thing right ring and, and just zing. And, and what I didn't know, you knew, and uh, and vice versa, and everyone else here. We Filled all built in each other's gaps yeah. and, uh, and made something that I, I can hardly believe. Yeah. Well, I, I, I feel like we're all going to be proud of what we did here. I, I, I already am. And I think people you know, will be very entertained. For the money we spent and the crew <laughs> yeah, we had, right. mm-hmm. we pulled off something that is not every day. <laughs> Absolutely. I call it yeah. magic. And, we, and, and I thank uh, Tim and Robbie. Like What you guys brought to the table was fucking incredible. incredible. Uh, Tim, your eyes in these performances mm-hmm. were just heartbreaking and, and wrenching and beautiful and beautiful. Robbie your choreography is like and his who the fuck can do yeah, this out of nowhere like yeah, you're like it hey, all dude, up, I got it it's this and you're like yeah. holy shit yeah. Robbie like yeah. what the fuck yeah. man I mean, awesome. broke, uh, we broke out in tears so many times yeah. over Robbie's yeah. performance and yours as well it was uh, I mean it's, it's really it's serendipitous we talk about yeah. it nightly how all of the right pieces have been brought together to make this thing a magical yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so we also often talk about how, you know, when the universe conspires with you, you know, when you're conspiring <laughs> for yourself and it, it happens. Mm-hmm. The, when you conspire, the universe conspires with you. Yeah. To, yeah and that is very much happen. the case here. completely apparent in this yeah. situation. And, and again, it was just almost like skeletal, like just at the bare minimum of the people that were brought together. And again, we were all doing... We're all strangers many, that came here from other, all walks of life. But Everyone we were all doing... Jobs. But yeah. we were all doing much more. Like, Robbie and I did a lot more than just acting. We right. had to do props. We had to right. do some reset. <laughs> and we set everything in the costume and the... Yeah, or, you know, do the dishes or whatever right. needed to yeah. be done. Yeah. We yeah. all just contributed no job was to make this happen. Each one gave 100%. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like that, that was uh, the one thing. Everyone was giving everything mm-hmm. they got for this great opportunity. And how yes. beautiful, how beautiful is that? I yeah, mean, you right. know, that when, and rare. When all these people show up and are like, dude, I believe in this shit. Exactly. This is, so committed. I mean, where do you find that? Honestly, in yeah. the world in, today. Anywhere. Really yeah. It's just devotion. It's unique. Very high level. I agree. And it was very. It was one of the great artistic experiences of my life. Yeah, I, I agree. Anything I agree. Well, I am happy to be, have participated. <laughs> I'll never work with a novel. I'm, I'm going to have to write plays for all of us again. And again. <laughs> Russell Schofield, our sound man from LA. Russell. Our adopted child <laughs> at a mere at a mere twenty three twenty three twenty three and twenty one. Oh, I'm telling you, I am telling you, and I'm I'm telling you, you have got such an incredible future ahead of you. Just your whole mindset and everything is just in. You're in on a very good place. Minute, on the last minute, I know picked up and came out. Right? LA. Yeah. On the last minute. Yeah, I want to say, I, I, we had a little crisis, and there was a, a, a medical issue with our sound person, uh, her, uh, their partner, yeah, right. 
Oh, it's a long story, but... Um, <laughs> Russell, out of me, just say it. Yeah, um, Russell, he stepped in and stepped up. I forgot. Yeah, I, I, I talked to so many people, and he, and he just he stepped up, he flew here. I was worried he wasn't going to show up, but he showed up, and... Uh, he was and smoking a J-boat at the time. With his... With his equipment, and showed up, flew across the country... To stay for thirty days in a house with strangers with all of his equipment. Several people's jobs in one. Absolutely. And doing an excellent job at it. He he said he he accepted it because he heard there was going to be food. Yeah. (laughs) He's taking away uh, eight pounds. He can't sell it on his skinny little body. Three hops in a cot. Where the hell is Russell? (laughs) I don't know. Yell him. Yell that breakfast is ready. Okay, Russell will be here. And he always He'll be right down. Yeah. <laughs> but Russell Russell was um uh I lost the thought, sorry. Um, but Russell, so what what are you gonna be taking away from this? Um I mean there's a lot that I'm gonna take away but the the thing I'd like to there's noteworthy is definitely that uh I mean there's nothing really that I'm gonna take these off because it's distracted the fuck out of me. Um, <laughs> there's nothing that like the group collective can achieve. Yes. You know what I, mean? I um, agree. There's nothing that if you can get the motivation behind people and Absolutely. The, the faith to come back and to just do it every day at 100% all the time, mm-hmm. there's nothing that, you know, one no, person, let alone am- 10, can really, you know, feature mm-hmm. film in 20 days under budget and, you know, a uh, fast amount of time. Yeah, know? absolutely. So, Good, fast, cheap. Pick two. <laughs> we got all three. three. You yeah. can't have all three. Yeah, exactly. Well, we did have all three. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, but and, but one thing too was um, your ninja stealth. Like all of a sudden he would just, "Where's Russell?" Boom, he's there with the sound man and the boom and everything all set. Like he just like appeared. He had the place wired for sound. I know. <laughs> he heard everything when we were talking. What you guys didn't know is I actually showed up here about three months before. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the woods. I knew what was going on. I had to. You know, I gotta take a piss. Roll sound. <laughs> 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 but Russell, thank you very much for your thank your you, participation Russell. and contribution here. Robbie Wayne. Yes, sir. Yes. What was this experience like for you? Well, I came into this with just a theater background. Mm-hmm. You know, I had worked in I had worked in live television uh, in the production side, but I had never done a uh, any type of film like this, so I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember. Coming in the first day, you know, Tim, you gave me all of the basics and we were talking of how things were going to go. And the first thing they asked me to do was, okay, you're going to, we had uh, Jeffrey Wager, who we call him Wage, we haven't explained that. Oh, yes. When we say Wage, we're talking about Jeffrey. Um, But he had crawled in an attic all the way in the back in this little attic with, oh my God, and the spiders don't even get me started. But and his little window, a it was little, like a little door. door that you yeah. opened up, and they're like, okay, we just want you to open the door and say the line and look in. And I was like, okay, I can do this. So I did it, and I was like, oh, that's okay. But then it, things started getting harder and harder <laughs> yeah. and harder. And I'm used to rehearsing for four or five weeks right, before I have right. to show this to anybody, and I had to learn how to, in ten minutes... <laughs> Let's rehearse this, let's get it, and let's do it, and, and it needs to be right. Right, So right. it's a completely different with, form. With that, form. on top of um, uh, just the experience of living with all of you for 30 days, and literally we've left the house 
twice less than four or five times you yeah, know right right in, in all of that time and yeah. we've worked um i've taken a, i've grown a lot mm-hmm. and i've learned a lot and i've become a better performer from it uh-huh. and i i actually feel uh like i've become a better person from it and mm-hmm. i know that sounds cliche mm-hmm. but <laughs> no i, know I just mean. i'm taking that away that, that my patience is better my mm-hmm. just my idea is better of, of people in general because for all of us to come together and be able to do this has really changed my bitterness that I had when I got mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, yeah. very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do you like filmmaking? Well, this is again, this is an unusual. It was boot camp experience. It, it, totally it was filmmaking was. boot camp yes, for yes, me, yes. and um, I love it. And I hope to have the opportunity to do many more. I think uh-huh. I could actually get pretty good at it if oh, I keep sweetie, going. you are. Uh, firstly, you're good. <laughs> Secondly, you will find on other stars. film sets. Hands you will down. You're both stars. You're both. Out of control. So wait, wait, wait. I, You'll I, find I gotta throw in there. Like, how did you guys feel when Steffi J made the, this tinfoil star? It's in my, doors? it's oh, in my carry-on right so now. Sweet. Oh, it's right? It's I mean, in my carry-on. Steffi made, made little stars and put on each one of our doors. Yeah. That was so sweet. And I'm taking it home. <laughs> one day it'll be worth millions. Along with my skanky ass. I was gonna say. Along with my skanky ass pants. And yeah, my taped up, buttoned up tank top. Yeah, that I've got. How, because how many have, days have you been wearing those pants in a row, Robbie? Oh God, about what twenty three or twenty? Yeah, like he says, he goes commando. Yeah. <laughs> because the thing is that this film, which again is called Junk, um, the film is um, speaking of junk. Yeah, no, the the film is. Um, uh, it takes place over the course of one day. So right. basically, us two actors had to wear the same clothes Outfits. all for 20, 20 you days. You had the luxury of an extra well, set. I bought an extra set. I, bought an I extra made set, so my well, pants. Yeah, uh-huh. Robbie with the, the one-of-a-kind pants. Tearing like, oh, fuck, them. There's yes, a rip in right. them. And I put a rip in them that if we washed them, it was going to like just yep, absolutely. fray. And uh-huh. so they haven't been washed, and they are actually carrying me to the... Uh, Playing tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> they, they could walk on their own. <laughs> but for rank. but for myself, um, I can't even put into words what this experience has meant to me. It's been so much more than I ever imagined. Um, again, at the age of fifty-six, and this is is my first starring role, and the role itself is just so exceeds. Any other offer I've ever had in life. You are meant for this. It role. it was it was so challenging and so demanding and so. But that all added it it to to make it so special. That's why well, I can't Tim, Tim, thank you, you, you enough rose for this. To the occasion, though. Oh, I mean, we yeah. all did. You know, yeah, we all did. That's Every what I mean. Single time, asparagus, <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> and, and I mean, the the end of this film is just going to be. Tear jerking oh. and beautiful uh-huh. and, and lovely because you brought performance to Michael's story. I mm-hmm. mean, and and Robbie too. I mean, like, Both of you. You know, like there there was a dynamic. I said to Michael on day two, whatever the fuck it was, I was like, I see it, I see mm-hmm. it, I feel yeah, it, I, right? I feel the energy here. I know this is gonna work. Yeah, this is and the we all did. Yeah, That's the whole yeah, point. I mean, this is right away. I mean, it right. just it just happened, and I was like, I totally see it. You know, um, I mean, Steffi was talking about, like, you know, she's like, oh, it's this gay film, and, like, um, 
Everybody thinks of porn well, well, now. Well, well, no, we, we actually thought of, uh, 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 what's this, what's this thing like on Netflix? Uh, Sense8. Sense8, right? And there's this guy, Lito, who's this gay actor in Mexico who, if you're human, you're human. And, and, and that's what I think this does, is this shows that these gay people are just human. Yeah. Is is scared to to admit that he's gay mm-hmm. because he was gonna lose he's he's got yeah. this this woman that comes in his life and he's like pretending to be straight so that he can keep his job and eventually uh-huh. he finally in the in the series he lets go and he's like fuck it I'm gay and this is just uh-huh. how it is. Um, but when you do that, you realize you're not that different from everybody. Yeah. Else. No, right. well, that's just it. It's, it. It comes out ultimately to be a human story. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Whether you're straight, you're gay, no matter what. Like uh-huh. ultimately, it's just yeah, of course. And, and, and that's who feel emotions and feel the pain and the right. angst of it's life. Right. Like a little peep into maybe a, a world that you don't know. Uh-huh. The same way if you wrote a play about gypsies. Right. Yeah. That you can relate with. Right. But you learn about gypsies. Yeah. But I um I was in heels. For a month. Yes, and you wore and them well, darling. I'm telling you, I got used to it. And we just wrapped today, and I packed them. I packed my heels, and which they are going to be emotional for me to do. They'll be but, the yeah, same until as Judy's. I was just going to say until the slippers. Smithsonian wants to put them next to the ruby red slippers of Dorothy <laughs> in the Smithsonian. There's but, no place like Mary Oak. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, one of my favorite things happened. Actually, I think it was today or yesterday when we were talking about the the uh, brand, and yes. we were talking about. I want it to feel like Judy and Mickey. Yes! <laughs> Judy and Mickey. I want it to feel like that. You know, the MGM kind of Yeah, with Judy, Gar- Judy, Judy Garland, Garland Mickey and, Rooney. And, Rooney. and Mickey Rooney. And we came up with, well, it's kind of more like Judy Dench and Mickey Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> that was the quote yesterday. <laughs> but, but um, again, this experience just... Because uh, I've, I've lived this for... I've lived this for just one second. I've lived this for thirty day or for uh, uh, almost a month, almost <coughs> a month now, and it was the most difficult and challenging work I've ever done. But it's also been the most rewarding and the most fun. And um, it, it, uh, uh, there's so so many things I can't I can't even I can't even remember them all. The, the music and the dance and the laughter and the, the tears and the just the monologues. <laughs> monologues. This man loves the monologues. Yeah, because when he had when he first mentioned that, oh we're gonna make a film of it, I felt my shoulders, oh my god, I've got to do that sound of a music monologue. That's not music <laughs> which is what, two and a half pages or something? And, yeah. and, and you yeah. did it so beautifully. And thank you, thank you. That was the one I was so worried about. And then we decided because of weather conditions, well, we need to change it, so we need to do it early. And, ah, panic set in, but once I got that one out of the way, and there were two other monologues left, and then I hit those and landed those. But my, my regular schedule every day was I would wake up in the morning, I would do my stretches, and then I would come down and have a wonderful breakfast or buy a quick bite to eat with Stephanie, Stephanie and Wage. Because I then, wasn't here yet. And That's then sure. I would have my <laughs> script, and I would go outside and start reviewing and, and memorizing all of the lines for that day. And 
then I would go for a walk down this abandoned dead end road that and we're you at. Would come back and say you you practice put the long wrong scenes because we're actually working on a different. And by the way, Tim, we're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, we're God. For next week we're Tim, doing best this monologue. Back to one. <laughs> yeah, right. That did happen a few oh, times, yeah. but then I would come back. <laughs> but I would also start reviewing. Um, scripts that are coming up to kind of familiarize myself with it. Then we would usually come back and and get re- take a shower and get ready for the day, and uh, then we'd start shooting and shoot whatever we had to that day. And then uh, that night, I would start reviewing and trying to learn the the next script for the next day. And if there was any choreography or anything that we had to learn, and it was right just it would, and then and start looking over. Scripts for or what <laughs> scenes for the following two How days. Do do it, the and second then night I would I get up here. the next morning and again do the same thing with the stretches and all of this, and go outside before my walk to start reviewing all the stuff for that day and try to start lining up for the next <laughs> two. I and so I did this for thirty day or for for almost a month, <laughs> almost a month. My brain is so tired right now, but so grateful and so so because we we succeeded in creating something extremely special and I'm so grateful me that too. you included me in this. I really, uh, really am. I wouldn't have gone done it without you told. You were perfect for the role. Thank you. You could not have been and more perfect. My thanks to Miss Lily who I was oh, sitting she in is chair. happy as hell. I was I'm sitting sure. in one of You her gave chairs. her immortality. Yeah, I was you and you're her damn clone. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in one of her chairs out there earlier today thanking her and and for this. Well, so, I, I think I think that's a, a a nice way to pull a ribbon on all of this is just to say like I have a lot of gratitude for being with y'all. Yeah, and, same here. Um, experiencing this, it's it's been wonderful. It's been unique, and there's nothing quite like this. Yeah, you know? yeah. And 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 the family that forms around something like this, around these creative endeavors, is just gorgeous. So mm-hmm. thank you all for being yeah, participants in what has been. Uh-huh. And the, the central daddy who made Carl, it all happen. Yes. Carl, yes, but Carl Starkweather, producer. You're too What, what uh, has this been? And you've also got a lot, but you've got a lot of work coming up. Right, so Mike and I met a year ago. So uh, this this thirty this uh, around literally around this time a year ago, I, I met him. I didn't originally know he wanted to. Um, Direct the movie. I started talking about movies. We had lots of conversations about movies. I didn't plan to direct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I didn't know. Oh, I thought yeah. maybe you did. Okay. So I, I started talking to Michael. I'm like, this guy, like, just his personality, his references, his his artistic vision, mm-hmm. um, his depth as a human being, also his depth as an artist. About? I'm talking Michael. Oh, Michael. Okay. I was like, <laughs> oh, I, and then me and I kept talking, and I, and I believe I, I said you have to direct this, and I told you exactly. you should direct I it. Wouldn't even, I wouldn't. Oh, I didn't know that. I do not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have confidence in you. I'm like, I've been around. Yeah. He did share that because he, he knew what he wanted. And yeah. I love movies. Just, like, really yeah. thought that you should Absolutely. be the one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so thank you, you for that. Yeah. Just a second. Just a second. Just a second. Just a second. There's, there's, there's more compliments coming. This, this, oh, okay. this, this, yeah. this is yeah. a front load of compliments. Well, hush, everybody. Silence. Let Carl talk. Yeah. And then, so then we spent a year on this, and a lot of what this year was was, um, just a lot of learning and trying to see if we can get this done, how we can do it. North Carolina, as many people who might be listening know, will know, had an industry and that industry's left. So there was these mm-hmm. problems with that. And um, and Michael and I um, 
loved movies and we wanted to make this great movie and I, I, I he gave me this script that I like just fell in love with and I thought it was very interesting I thought there was nothing like it I literally went out and started researching and found out there was literally nothing like Michael's script <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah there is nothing like it and then we wanted to make it and we and to make it um, <laughs> it just it, it required a lot of faith in, in, in me and, and Michael and I had this and I gave countless hours and lots of energy I believed in the project and then I had uh, a million phone calls with everyone about everything and one of them I had was with Jeff Jeff from the first time I talked to them and the first time I saw his stuff I was like this guy's this guy's great this is this and he was our number one pick we kept coming back to him um, and then time went on and I, I we had to hire Russell I'm very happy about that I, I yes. never I never had I never had been so just interested um just by like just having a short phone calls with you, we had great just text messaging. I was like, oh, this guy. There's something interesting about this guy. I have some good gut feeling about this guy, and you really stepped up when the movie happened. It's because he um, likes small notes, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is if, if anyone's listening, there's, there's a guy named Russell Schofield. He's the most wide-ranging musical taste, and, and it's a genuine love of that yeah. wide range. Yeah. And, uh, so if you're in a bar and you meet Russell Schofield, start talking about music or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just but, call. Or bitcoins. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, I love, love you. Talking to, but Russell on set had a lot of, I, I think that a lot of times sound mixers on set and boom people, yeah. they, they get this yeah, idea boom. that they're um, a boom man. Yeah. They, that's simply all they are. They hold a boom, there's technicians. Right. And I think they get hard down on themselves. There's, there's these little things that Russell would say, like little ideas about audio because he's so focused on and that's his, that's, his, that's where he's at that I think are like really important. I think they're going to really come out when we're finally seeing the movie. And I, and he, he was doing a job with Five People One and, and um, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. And then... Um, yeah, but then so on set, just the fact this happened and we we pulled it off and we mm-hmm. everyone gave one hundred and ten percent is really thirty percent. And then yeah, working with uh, Tim and Rob was just totally amazing. A revelation. Huh? It was a revelation. I'm officially starstruck. Yeah. <laughs> no, because the second the camera came on, you guys became different people. I never. Uh, I I when, once I saw the first take of what you guys did, I was like, oh, we have something because. We had all these pieces coming together. Jeff shot it like way more beautifully than I thought we deserved. Yeah, right. And then, um, and Jeff, did, Jeff, I just want to say also, I saw so many reels, and Jeff's reels stood out. I mean, I think Michael agrees. Mm-hmm. Just from five seconds of you go, this oh, guy yeah. has his own like, pers- like he's just just something like very singular to him, which I think that was mm-hmm. really important. I don't think you get that very stylized. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have any like. I don't want to curse, but I have, like, fucking red, red Bull commercials. No, I'll admit, you, got, you like, looked out. I literally was, I made this joke about Red Bull commercials. I was literally deal. seeing, like, dozens upon dozens of cinematographers who were doing these, like, yeah, very totally yeah, bright and, like, bland, fast. Uh, and yeah. these, 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 uh... And typical. And, and very typical. Yeah. And there was something about, and then that was the conversation with Jeff and, and, and uh, Jeff's yeah. a real artist. And his, the Waves likes it sexy, yo. Yeah. 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 Jeff himself is an artist and a philosopher. For, and you know, likes to keep, likes to keep it <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's most important. Um, but yeah, working with Rob and Tim, the second guys to your camera on, you guys became these different people. You had this whole thing. They had stage and experience. I, and and I, I was very hard on theater actors. I came in, I'm like, oh, and then you guys really like just were professional. Way, way exceptionally professional. And Tim well, would you. have to remember these long monologues, and he'd like. 
he just he just the second the camera turned on, he just become a different yeah. person and you just go into it. And I'm still want to know how you do that. You can tell me sometime. But I have no idea. I think <laughs> whoever watches the movie, they're gonna be just blown away by the performances. And this is definitely a performance film. No doubt about um, it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then uh, coming back to this, I start with Michael compliments. I love Michael compliments. <laughs> I I've been doing this for about eleven years, and I was it was very much fate that I guess that that you and I met. And we started mm-hmm. to work on this, and we're not done with it at all. Oh, no. Everyone else gets all the raw uh, material. Skyler's going to help us as well, but uh, Michael, yes. Skyler, and I, we have a lot of work to do, and t- Tim's going to help us all. Skyler will Absolutely. be scarred in about a year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're working hard to push him out of the yeah. industry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're going to change that to a business major. But. Michael really Double stepped on. So the thing I'm going to take away from the most on set is Michael really stepped up. I never. There were so many moments when I was just blown away by Michael. <coughs> knew what he wanted. I think everyone here appreciated that a little bit when Michael Absolutely. knew what he wanted. And if Michael, for some reason, didn't understand something, he'd immediately try to. He'd immediately get it and like mm-hmm. just. Um, in, and I think the depth that he had when I first met him just like played out the whole entire movie. There was just this range of being able to know. How to make something perfect, which I think is just well, going to play out. Uh, and, on that note, I got to say, like, I mean, you know, none of us ever walked away from a scene. We we came uh, back to things yeah. that we were like, eh, I wasn't happy. We made well, that rule for the like, right, let's, let's go so, back. Let's yeah. go back and fucking redo it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we made that rule. I'm never going to be lucky enough to be on a shoot where everyone. Hold on, hold on. Every, I'll, never be, I'll never be able to shoot it again, or I think, where everyone stayed until we got exactly yeah. what we wanted. Yeah. And there was literally people, like, essentially implying they'll stay later. Like, Would you like for yeah. me to climb a tree again? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or fall uh, down again? Take 30 seconds. Go. So many times. There's literally people here who, specifically one man named, can I say what you sacrificed to be? Here and you, you push through. Sure. You, he put uh-huh. he his partner's birthday he missed. He, he had to spend his own birthday here. He yeah. had family here that wanted to visit him constantly, yeah. and he was able. He was able. He's yeah. always. He never. He was very professional. The most like, exceptionally professional. He'd come over to me and say, he never said he needed to leave to do anything. But if he was given the opportunity, take it. But. That, that's just there's just everyone was it but yeah Michael you and you brought this out of everybody mm-hmm. so well, thank you, um, yeah that's very kind of you to say and it was a uh, uh, Michael Michael Penny yeah. director mm. we're all gonna be proud of this because yeah. of you yeah like, we're all gonna writer get composer yeah. your creation I could not take have, it away uh, I take could it not away. have done it without, without you guys and I wouldn't have done it with, if you hadn't accepted I wouldn't have done it had you not accepted and uh uh you know, I just feel very pleased with what we got. I feel 100% confident about it. Uh, I know how special it is. and uh, We all yeah, do. So the universe wants us out thanks. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, Michael Penny cooked, like, every meal <laughs> this <laughs> month, and it was incredible. <laughs> We're going to go back to Vermont, like, 40 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. But again, thank you everyone for this family experience, this compassion and passion that and dedication that everybody put forth. It was Woo! just remarkable. Thank you. And Michael, did, what would you what are you taking away from this? Michael Penny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Last words. Well, Michael you Penny. know, I I am a, a a person who because uh you know, the, my situation, I've always had to create with myself. Mm-hmm. I've always had, you know, yeah. there, there aren't people in Durham, North Carolina who, like, you can collaborate as a, with a lyricist or a composer or a writer. So you sort of had to end up 
learning to do all these things yourself. So this was the first time that I really feel like creatively I was in a collaborative situation mm -hmm. and it was just a joy to like have other people give you uh, what they've got and, mm -hmm. and build on what you had and you build on what they had. So is beautiful. it was a it was a, a beautiful experience because of that for me. It was mm -hmm. just a collaborative experience that uh, really made it special. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm very grateful. Well, we thank you for what putting about, yourself together. Yeah, so what about, what about the time that you got to spend with everybody here? Because we, we lived together and <laughs> for, for... You know, I didn't know I was going to do it. I'm a loner. Yeah, I right. I would be able to but it turns out I think he's going to miss us all. I, will, I think we're all going to miss you terribly. I really will. It was a great experience in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, hope to have more like it mm -hmm. in the future. Get we'll see absolutely. you at the premiere. That's yes, right. absolutely. Uh -huh. And the premiere is of Junk, the movie, and you can find it more about it at junkthemovie.com. And hopefully you will be seeing it everywhere very soon. And, 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 if, you don't Facebook, and if you yes. don't cry, you're broken. Yes, right. It's junk. Uh, look, for junk look for Junk the Movie on Facebook and junkthemovie.com. Carl, is there any other place they can find it? And it's like Stark, on, Starkweather.com. We're, we're on all the social media. I'm assuming most people, our Facebook is where you should probably you go find first. Find us first on Facebook. Yeah. Right. But once again, Carl, um, Skylar, I need your last name. Ta Tapley. Tapley. Mm -hmm. Skylar Tapley, production assistant, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Russell Schofield, our sound man, thank you so very much Thanks, for everything. Way to be a badass, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's Chris McGinnis. Thank you very much. We oh, thank you, guys. You're coming and, and thank you for interpreting my life. Yes, <laughs> putting my psychological issues out there. <laughs> exactly. The movie about me. <laughs> and Stephanie Dewan, thank you so damn much for everything. You were just everywhere doing everything and. I can't. I'm so grateful. Well, Thank you, you very much. Jeff Wager, my God, what a brilliant, brilliant, creative mind. And and thank you, thank you so much for happy, happy everything, it. your it's, contribution. It's, it, you make it easy with these beautiful performances. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, this is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. It's easy. Robbie Wayne, yeah. oh my Robbie God, Ray. my co-star. Huh. We co we started a movie. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yay! And a good damn movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. But thank you so much for your friendship and your because we we could. I I just felt there was such a support the two of us. Like yeah. we, you know, we could like like. I loved working with you. That was so cool. That was too. so damn cool. I did. I, I can't wait to work with you again. I know. Very soon. <laughs> the picture that Steffi took, it looked like you two. I mean, they were like perfect, like movie mm -hmm. poster kind of photos. Yeah. I mean, it was every, amazing how well you seen. Everything about this was just movie. It was yeah, amazing. It was yeah. a movie, you know? That's I mean, we, were we were shocking here. how this, professional this was it was. Not, this was not amateur hour. This exactly. was like everyone yeah. brought yeah. game yeah. and... Uh, it shows. It shows yeah. in the pictures. Look what you did, Michael. And what we did, Carl. Look what we did, Carl. I know. Carl. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Carl, Carl Starkweather, producer. Yeah. And the one and only, the creative mind and a hell of a cook, Michael Penny. Michael Penny. <laughs>
you very much. This is Tim Moss from Artists Exposed. Yay! Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And Good night. love each other. There, you got your podcast. Thank though. you. <laughs> <laughs> you got two. I got you a can few do. podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, very much for taking the time to do that. That reminded me while we were doing that podcast. My deepest thanks to the cast and crew of Junk the Movie for an outstanding and incredible experience of my life. Um, to uh, Skylar Tapley, Stephanie Dewan, our production assistants, and also for Chris McGinnis for joining us. Um, thank you. Thank you so very much for your contributions. Thank you to Russell Schofield, the sound man, to the incredible and incomparable Jeff Wager, to Carl Starkweather, the producer, um, my amazing and incredible co-star Robbie Wayne, and the brilliant just brilliant mind of michael penny um thank you thank you so very much for taking me on this part of the journey with you i really do appreciate this um the soundtrack is available on uh, i believe itunes and amazon and all all uh, uh music outlets online um and also, if you if the movie is playing in your town, please go and see it and support it. We would love that. Um, that this brings us to the end of another episode of Artists Exposed with me, Tim Moss. This week, just be sure to tell the people in your life that you truly love, that you do love them. Give them a hug. Give them a kiss. Because when you send out pure love in this world, it just makes it a much, much better place to live. So until next week, this is Tim Moss from Artists Exposed with Tim Moss saying have a wonderful, wonderful week. We're going to take uh, the rest of the hour out with some more music from the movie Junk. And next up is one of the songs that I sing, which is called She's Crazy That Way. And uh, we might be able to have a little bit of time for uh, She Believes in Bran or a little bit of that song. So enjoy, and thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Oh, I've got a mother who is wondrous wise Thinks if she's a bitch that I'll stop liking guys Oh, she's crazy that way When I was a teen, she went and locked me away Said I'll come back and get him when he's no longer gay Oh, she's crazy that way For Christmas she gave me a baseball and bat You know that crazy woman thought I'd settle for that The day after Christmas took it back and got cash Bought a cast recording of a great Broadway smash I think it was Merman in Gypsy Well anyway Sent me to some boys camp where they pray it away I still whack off to those sweet memories today Oh, she's crazy that way. She got all excited when I went to the prom. Had no idea my date that night was named Tom. Oh, she's crazy that way. 
Said if I don't reform, she'll commit suicide. Said hope you'll have better luck than me when I tried. Oh, she's crazy that way. She took my allowance away out of spite. Found myself a sugar daddy later that night. The following morning, this gay birdie had flown. Left her there with Jesus to stew on her own. It got better. The years have gone by, and I guess there's a truce. I'll drop by at Christmas for my annual abuse. Oh, I'm crazy that way. Yeah, we're crazy that ridiculous plan her sole goal in life's to live as long as she can she dreams not of children or the love of a man no her life's been reduced to a bowl full of bran are you gonna sing that song really oh do you know it <laughs> Don't you think I ought to? I've had to hear you sing that song at that damn piano bar every Sunday night for the last 17 years. Only now, thanks to their enlightened new non-smoking policy, <sighs> I have to sing it outside on the fucking sidewalk. The girl won't have dairy, it comes from a cow. They're unsanitary, she reckons somehow. She's so damn contrary, and all she eats now is Whatever that you do, don't offer her ham. She toured Honolulu and wouldn't eat spam. In truth, there are few who their faces can cram with bran. Just bran. When she went off to Paris, she made such a scene, insulting the waiters and all their cuisine. She told them politely, though firm as one can, take it back. To the kitchen and bring me a pan of bran. And though in France she caused a riot, that girl would not go off her diet. She believes in bran. Do you remember the second verse? How did it go? She turned down the pasta in a Roman cafe. Oh, yeah, demanded Valdosta take their onions away. And how she'll pass gas the whole night and the day from Bran, just Bran. She's not welcome in China, she spat on their rice. And whilst in Alaska, she shat on their ice. It's, it's painfully, painfully clear why the woman's not nice. It's Bran, just Bran. She went to New Orleans and laughed at their grits And no one threw beats when she showed them her tits It got even worse dining out in Japan She sent back their sushi and opened a can of bread The chef committed harakiri And yet of brand she'll never weary 
She believes in Bran. <laughs> oh, do you remember this? You can still do that? Well, it was easier when I had toes. In London, her malice was uncommonly keen. Had tea at the palace and offended the queen, insisting her chalice be filled with saline and bran, just bran. In Boston, she couldn't care less for their beans. In Georgia, she wouldn't say yes to their greens. Yet still, though she shouldn't, she filled their latrines with bran, just bran. She believes in her brand like a pilgrim to Lourdes, whereby even the virgin could not be endured. Her belches and farts are anathema to man, but that woman's determined as long as she can through brand to live forever like a peasant. Her whole existence so unpleasant, yet she believes in brand. Oh!